Good morning and welcome. Awesome. Uh, it's good to see you this morning. Um, we've been running around a little bit, getting ready for our discussion groups during our regular sermon time. So thank you for um, bearing with us as uh, we're getting things going a little bit later. But it is a good day to worship our Lord together. Um, and I pray that you are encouraged as God meets with us here. So as mentioned last week, we are starting a new series on Acts 2, verses 42 through 47. And as part of that series, we're going to actually try and put into practice the things that they talk about in those verses. And we're going to try and put those things into practice this morning. So we will be splitting into smaller groups for a discussion on what devotion is like in our lives, what it is for us personally and what it is for our church. And it's going to be a little uncomfortable and a little different and a little new, um, but I just appreciate your willingness to try something new and something different with us. That means a lot. And I'm thankful that we have a group of people here where we have a margin to do this, where we can try it and try it together and take a risk. So thank you. So as we prepare for worship this morning, we are going to read Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. So hear God's word. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day, they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily to those who were being saved. Please join me in prayer. Holy Father, your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Please bless our time together this morning. Enlighten our hearts and our minds and our souls with your presence. By the power of the Holy Spirit, and in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Good morning. So this morning, our call to worship is a combination of two scriptures, one from Deuteronomy and our response from Psalm 106. So please stand and hear our call to worship. At the bottom, you can see in bold our response to this. And this is actually written in Psalm 106. And it says, you're going to hear me say, and let all the people say. And what are we going to say? Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Here we go. So hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. 
Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. And let all the people say, Amen. Amen. Praise Praise the the Lord. chapter 22. This is the account of God testing Abraham. Hear God's word. Sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain I will show you. Early in the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place that God told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. He said to his servants, stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over here. We will worship and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. The two of them, as the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, Father? 
Yes, my son, Abraham replied. The fire and the wood are here, Isaac said. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. When they had reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. And then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God, because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Abraham looked up, and there in the thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place, the Lord will provide. And to this day, it is said, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and, not, and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies, and through your offspring all nations will be blessed because you have obeyed me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. It's um, not a new praise chorus. It goes back a long ways. But as you sing this song, these first two verses are really, uh, and all of these verses are praise to God. It starts from finding Him and revoking and passing by the follies of sin. It moves to justification and redemption, purchasing our pardon. And then it moves to death. I will love thee in life, I'll love thee in death. And then it moves to heaven. In mansions of glory, I'll ever adore you. It's our journey with Christ. As you pray these first two verses to him, please be seated. On verse three, I love thee in life, I'd ask you to stand with us as we sing this to him.
scripture readings that you've heard today, you're going to hear three different ones. The first was of um, Abraham offering Isaac, an example of devotion in that he was willing to give up everything, including his one son, the son that he loved. And we're going to hear two more that Megan is going to read for us, one of the widow's offering and the other of Mary at Jesus' feet, both other examples of devotion, and all three look very different. So I invite you, hear God's word. Our second scripture reading comes from the Gospels of Mark and Luke. The first is the account of Jesus and his friend Martha. Hear God's word from Mark chapter 12. Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in large amounts, but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins, only worth a few cents. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, Truly, I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They gave out their wealth, but she, out of poverty, poverty, put in everything she had to live on. Now hear from God's word from Luke chapter 10. Jesus and his disciples went on their way. Jesus came to a village where a woman named Martha lived. She welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary. Mary sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said, but Martha was busy with all the things that had to be done. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, my sister has left me to do the work by myself. Don't you care? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed. Really, only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken from her. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be, Thanks to, God. be to God. Please join me in our prayer of confession this morning. Jesus, you are the bread of life. In you, our deepest needs are more than satisfied. Lord, we desire to live like Mary, eager to be in your presence and hear you speak, living in pure adoration of you. But we often are like Martha, focusing on all the tasks we should do, focused on appearances and taking pride in our good deeds. Lord Jesus, forgive us. You've called us to trust you for everything, including what we eat and what we wear. Yet, unlike the widow, we hold tight to things that we find security in rather than devoting ourselves to you and to your care. Lord God, have mercy on us. Have mercy on us, Father. May the truth of your words and the presence of your Spirit encourage our hearts. It's in your name we pray. Amen.
continue with us in this time of confession by singing with us. Please stand in the full assurance of God's grace toward you. <laughs> the sound guy's doing the assurance of pardon. It's a bad combination. We read in the book of Isaiah that Jesus the Messiah was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was truly upon him. And by his wounds we are healed. Let all the people say, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, today we're going to continue with communion, but we're going to do it as a, as a different form of worship. We're going to do it as more of an acknowledgement of our assurance of pardon. So, let's see. All those who are truly sorry, who sincerely believe in the Lord as their Savior, and who desire to live in obedience to Him, as Lord, are now invited to come with gladness to the table of the Lord. It's true. You can be sure of your pardon. That is gospel, and that is good news. God's Word tells us that the Lord Jesus, on the night of his arrest, took bread, and after giving thanks to God, he broke it. 
And he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body, given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, he took the cup, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Whenever you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. Every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the saving death of the risen Lord until he comes. Please be seated as we hand out the elements. Dearly beloved of Christ and of God, the body of Christ, take, eat, and believe. The blood of Christ shed for you for the remission of your sins. Please join me in prayer. <clears throat> Holy God, we remember in this supper 
the perfect sacrifice offered once on the cross by our Lord Jesus Christ for the sins of the whole world. In the joy of his resurrection and in the expectation of his coming again, we offer ourselves to you as a holy and living sacrifice. Now together with all God's people around the world, let us proclaim the truth and the mystery of our faith. Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. Amen. You know, we're going to take the opportunity um, after this song to dismiss kids. So um, we'll, we'll do that. But as we sing this, guys, there is no way you can stay seated in response to what the Lord has done for us. And this song is called, When I Think About the Lord, How He Saved Me, How He Raised Me, How He Filled Me, and How He Healed Me. So join us. Please stand.
glory and all of the honor and all of the praise makes me want to shout. Amen. Please be seated. I am going to uh, dismiss the kids with Miss Sharon. JD, that's your cue. It is my privilege to bring the prayers of the people. And really, this is our opportunity to, to go to Abba. To go to our Father and thank Him for all that He has done for us, both things that we perceive as good and things that we don't always see as good, but they are all gifts from Abba's hand. Let's pray. Oh Lord, we come to you first in prayer and in praise that we have the opportunity to devote ourselves to you. That, O oh Lord, you have given us a relationship that you, the God of the universe, desire our devotion and you desire us to love you and to seek you with all of our heart, soul, and mind. Not only do you desire this, that from us, Lord, but you tell us that it is for that purpose that we were formed. Lord, we come to you with requests. We come to you with burdens. You have told us to cast those burdens on you, to leave them with you to rest in you because you care for us. So Lord, remember that promise to us that you care for us and your burden is easy. So Lord, we ask you for a number of members of our family and of our extended families that are suffering from health concerns. Pray for Helen Metzner as she recovers from elbow surgery. Praise you, Lord Jesus, that Jerry and Daniel and Jamie are all recovering from COVID. Pray for Donna's cousin, Lori, who's, who's still struggling with COVID. Lord, we pray for Hannah and Amy Toller as they are struggling with deep issues. We pray that you will meet them and reach their hearts, Lord, for you.
Trish McIntyre's mom, Sassy, is suffering, Lord, with reoccurrence of internal bleeding. Oh, Lord, heal her. Bring her healing from whatever is causing this, Lord. We pray that you will strengthen her. We praise you, Lord, that Misty can be with us today. And for your healing of her eye. And for your continued strengthening of both Lanny and Misty. Lord, continue to walk with them. Lord, for Kaycraft, her mother, after a journey of over a hundred years on this earth, went to be with you. We praise you for her homecoming, but we, we also pray for Kay as she grieves the loss of her mom. We pray for the Dawson's daughter-in-law's family. Jim has lymphoma, and we, we pray that he'll be healed and that that treatment would work well and that there'd be peace for the family. Cancer has stricken Martha Linsanti's relative Andy as well. And he's fighting that cancer, Lord, and struggling to keep, uh, keep weight. Lord, we pray for some weight. We pay, pray for some nutrition as he fights that fight. While we speak about healing, Lord Jesus, pray, I pray for those groups that, of addiction, recovery, that meet in our building. First of all, may our building be a blessing to them, and may they know the God who truly heals from all addictions. I think of the ones that we've talked to after men's group meeting in our parking lot around a fire and just the blessing that it's been to see them finding strength from each other Pray, we pray, God, that they will find blessing and healing and that they might find you by being here. Lord, we have had some graduates, and we just thank you for them and we bless them. Danny Eggleston from Goal High School, Rick and Fran's granddaughter. Pray that your blessing on her. Two of our seminary graduates. Lauren McGee from Moody Bible. Thank you, Lord, that not only did she graduate, but she came through some rather significant health concerns at the very beginning. Oh, Lord God, we know that you have your blessing on her and that you will use her for you. And for Emmy Luker from Fuller Seminary, oh, the Lord, that you would guide Emmy into the next step for her and that you would, your hand would be on the ministry and the calling to which you've called her to. For our teachers, 
looking especially for Kate, having completed the, the teacher induction program of a year, that she can finally obtain her license and that uh, she can now be a beacon for you, influencing young lives, not only to learn knowledge, but wisdom and the, and the source of wisdom. Finally, Lord, thank you for our body. Thank you for our family that meets here, that we come together as, as your body, as your bride. Thank you for the opportunity to serve you and each other in everything we do. And now, Lord, as we, as we go into something different with your word, I pray, Lord, that your word will indwell everything we are going to do. That you will, as Mark prayed last Sunday, that you will take and strengthen and bring to memory that is which is from you and that you will wipe those things that are not. What a privilege, Lord, to deep dive into your revelation to us. And all this we ask, Lord, in your name and for your glory. Amen. All right, we are um, going into our time in the Word together. And I think pretty much I've done the attendance and we're, we're going to be pretty close here. <laughs>